On this week's episode of the CHL Top 10 Show, a pair of forwards from two of the hottest teams in the CHL stop by for a chat. Hey everyone, my name is Scott Van Kuna, and today we'll hear from Drummondville's Ethan Goche and Saskatoon's Fraser Minton. Goche is in the midst of a career year. His first with the Voltageurs after an off-season trade brought the Tampa Bay prospect from the Sherbrooke Phoenix to his hometown Drummondville Voltageurs. We'll talk about how much it means to him to play for the team he grew up idolizing, the depth of the team, some sneaky good additions, who's the one guy on the Volts he's happy he doesn't have to play against anymore, and we'll find out who has the better suit game, him or Maverick Lamoureux. Here's Ethan Goche. From the fifth-ranked team in the CHL Top 10 for a second straight week, it's Tampa Bay prospect Ethan Goche from the Drummondville Voltageurs. Ethan, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Uh, I'm pretty good. Uh, you guys are coming off a, a monstrous uh, win over your former team. Um, I know I know you've been with Drummondville all season long, but are you getting used to hearing from the Drummondville Voltageur yet? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously I'm getting used to it. It's, it's kind of kind of different for me actually spending my my first two years in Sherbrooke. Um, obviously I, I grew up here in Germanville, so uh, I think it's just every week I just kind of uh, realize how how lucky I am kind of to live live this as a child uh, child childhood uh, like young kid. So um, I think uh, obviously, like I said, I'm getting used to it, but it, it's it's still special. I'm still kind of grateful to. Uh, be able to to wear that jersey uh, after my brother, after my dad, and after uh, you know all the support that I've been with the, with the Voltageurs for the last couple of years. So uh, yeah, it's pretty nice. Well, let's. I was going to leave that to later, but let's talk a little bit more about about playing in Drummondville. What has it been like just playing in your hometown with you know more friends and family around all the time? Yeah, obviously it's like I said, it's it's kind of special. Like just when I look back at. Uh, you know, since I was probably like six, seven, eight, nine years old, I was you know, in the locker room helping out the trainers, and it was kind of my my small national league. To to be honest, like I just I I would watch more of the QMJHL, more of the Voltageurs, and I would watch the NHL. So uh, just growing up, being able to be around the the players and all that, being able to uh, see you know kind of see my like they were pros for me, honestly, growing up. So uh, just able to to be in that chair now and. Uh, obviously, uh, like I said, after everything I've I've went through in in Drummondville and uh, kind of giving back to to the community as well, I know what it's like to be you know a young kid from from here, and uh, you kind of see them like like big. You no, know, obviously they're 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 like pros when you're when you're young. So uh, just being able to kind of give back to to the young kids like I was you know a couple of years back, and uh, for me that that's awesome. And, Obviously, like you said, just being able to to play in front of family and friends every 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 game in in my hometown is is special. And honestly, like I just feel like every game is kind of the same feeling. I just feel like I don't I get used to it, but at the same time, every game is special because I know um, it won't be like that forever. And I I kind of realize how lucky I am to to kind of go through this right now. So I'm definitely grateful for for what's going on this year. How cool is it for you as a player? And I'm sure it was. Similar in Sherbrooke, but maybe not quite the same since Drummondville is your, your hometown. But to see the faces of those kids when you make their day, because like you said, you guys are the pros to them. And meeting you guys and, and talking to you guys, you know, that means everything to them. Yeah, obviously, uh, it means everything. And 
like I said earlier, I, I've been through it as well as a young kid. So, uh, you know, in, in here in Drummondville, I feel like we're, we're more involved in, in our community maybe than, than other places. I feel like uh, we do a lot of stuff. We went outdoor skating with some fans, yeah, just school visits, uh, community activities and all that. So, um, no, even after games, I feel like, like, you know, young kids, when they wait for you to take a picture or sign autographs and stuff like that, I, I just feel like it's important for me to do it and take the time to do it. Obviously, sometimes it's harder when you, example, you lose or something, but, uh, you know, you just got to think how important, how special it is for, for those young kids to, uh, to, to meet us as, as players. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it means everything and obviously, yeah, I, I'm glad if I can make only one person's day every time I uh, get out of a game or every time I see a young kid. I mean, honestly, so um, it's definitely special to to see the reactions and all of that. What uh, what advice did your brother give you before you started the season with him? Obviously, playing a couple of years in Drummondville. Um, honestly, we didn't we didn't talk talk much about it. Obviously, just kind of. Uh, enjoy your time there. Obviously, he he's been through it. He also lived. Uh, he also had the chance to play in his own town. So uh, mostly was just kind of you know. Obviously, there, there's ups and downs in the season, but at the same time, you just gotta kind of push through it. And, and and you're in your hometown. You're in you're in your your childhood team, and um, you know it made me just kind of uh, you know take the take the time to enjoy the every every moment I spend here because like I said junior honestly junior goes goes so fast and uh, I kind of realize now I think every year gets like quicker and quicker I feel like my 16 years old went on for for so long and then my 17 years old faster and now I just feel like you know in, in a snap I'm already after Christmas and and in the last push of the season so um I, I'm just trying to enjoy every moment here and obviously just take it all in because um you know we never know what, what happens and all that so um yeah I think that would be the the biggest advice what uh what's been the biggest adjustment for you coming from Sherbrooke to Drummondville this year is it uh you know living at home versus billets is it just adjusting to new um new teammates or training staff any of that stuff or the schooling um I would say probably like the staff and and obviously like changing of like teammates and all that I mean I've been with the same group basically two, like my whole two years in Sherbrooke like obviously a couple trays there and there but um like overall like the same same core was there the whole two years like the same staff like I feel like it's just kind of new a, a fresh start like even if I had success in Sherbrooke I mean you, you always get kind of a that, that a fresh start feeling when when you change all of your your staff and your teammates and all that so um yeah, that was obviously a big, big thing for me coming here. Um, honestly, like that when I was in Sherbrooke, I always played bad games in Drummond. I don't know why. I think just like coming to my hometown, so I always had that like mindset of, you know, I used to to play like average games here in Drummond. And um, no, last year I was trying to trying to push through it, trying to not think about it too much because maybe I was getting too excited and all that. So um, I would say kind of kind of felt the same. I would say the first. Two two games this year, like I just felt like, you know, it, it, it's so special, and you kind of, um, you know, you, you kind of don't realize what's going on with that, you know, I'm playing my home, like in my hometown right now, and I'm wearing the jersey that I I, I grew up watching. So, um, you know, those two things were, were probably the biggest adjustment for me. Was there anybody on uh, the Volts that went before you? You know, met up with them for the first time that you were like, oh man, I hated playing against this guy. I really not sure what he's going to be like, but then we're surprised 
when you got to know him? Uh, yeah, probably our captain, Luke Woodworth. Honestly, I don't know why. Every game I played against Drummond, I would always get into scrums and, like, get chirps. So I'd go in back and forth with him. So, um, and, and right now he's probably probably the best best guy in this locker room and obviously a great leader. So, um, that that's how hockey is, right? Like, you play against guys you, you hate, usually they become kind of your best friends or, uh, you know, they're the guys that kind of run run the show in the locker room and all that. So, um, yeah, it's 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 nice, and obviously I could go through a couple guys, but uh, we have a solid group, great great guys here, and uh, everyone's on task. So it's 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 nice to be in this group right now. So your dad's a, a consultant for the team. How how much is he around? Um, he tries to be around every practice, um, every home game. He's there. He like he came in Sherbrooke, came in Victor. Like uh, game's not too far. He's always around. He's um obviously it's it, he's not really involved with me personally as a player because he's he works a lot I would say 90% with the defense and uh, and then obviously if he's easy stuff he can do adjustments and all that but um he helps out mostly with defense and um he, he's around he, he he just loves the game honestly he's um oh he he works in RDS he works with the Vols and all that and uh I'm pretty sure he'll be around for for another couple of years after this uh he, no it's not a question of me and my brother being on this team, I think it's just how much he loves the game. And um, no, obviously when you have a person like that, uh, I think it, it, it can only help. Obviously he went through it. He lived the game. He lived, he lived junior career. He lived a pro career. He knows it, what it takes and all that. So um, I think, I think the guys are lucky to, to, to have a person like that around. And um, obviously for myself as well, I think even if, if he's my dad, he can also bring me, uh, no different different things, different adjustments uh, in my game and all that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's fun to have him around. And obviously, he's, he's pretty involved. I think uh, even, like, in games, he goes down between periods and all that, talks to the coach, uh, kind of the, the eyes from above, just kind of give him his, his perspective of, of things and all that. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure, some invaluable experience with him being, being around. Um, you guys are in the rankings for the seventh straight week this week and you really caught momentum at the start of December. And I think, I believe it's only two regulation losses since late November. So uh, what, what kind of changed with you guys and, and how do you keep riding that wave of momentum for the final stretch here? Um, yeah, I think, no, obviously we started off the year. We knew we, we had a special group in here. Um, I think we, we obviously lost a couple of games that, know might have that could have went the other way and all that I think before Christmas uh we had a lot of ups and downs and we just try to try to through Christmas and obviously uh bringing in some new pieces that that help us a lot um you know we we brought in uh, Jean Delon, we shared like no not, not like obviously Jean Delon is a goal scorer but it's only it's all like guys coming in are all guys accept their roles that play the right way, play their game and um, obviously brought in, bring some grit. Uh, so um, I think, I think the, the, the staff here did an amazing job of kind of giving us the best, uh, best team possible to uh, aim for a championship. And uh, I think that the rest is kind of in our hands. And um, I think that it, it clicked pretty, pretty quickly here with the new guys. And um, obviously coming in after Christmas, our goal was kind of uh, to push for, for the top, top spot in our league or in our division and all that. So, no, um, I think we we've been doing a great job, and uh, I think it's just about sticking to the systems and 
uh, respecting the game and all that. So I think we're we're on a good uh, on a good roll right now, and we just want to want to keep going. Obviously, um, it, it, it's not always perfect, but uh, at the end of the day, we we kind of find a way to to, to get big goals and win games. So um, I think that that's huge for us. Well, your tops in the in the Western Conference right now, and and a week ago, you guys shut out the top ranked team. Um, for most of the season, top ranked in the queue, uh, pretty much all year in Bay Como. Uh, and, and they've been, you know, they've been a real force this year. Was that a bit of a statement game for you guys? You know, you've played them twice this year. The other one was early November, but you've won both games so far. Um, nice to be able to knock off the top dogs right now. Oh yeah, for sure. Obviously when, when you go up against those, those teams that are first, uh, obviously you, you, you always want to, want to, want to beat them and kind of, um, take advantage of, of making a statement right there. I think that, um, no, obviously I think that's what we did. And, um, even, you know, we played, we had a big weekend last weekend, played Bacon Bowl, Halifax and Victor, which are, uh, three, three top teams in this league. So, um, it's always good to, to get two points against those big teams. But, um, I think overall it, it, we're still in the process of kind of, uh, building a team, building a unit and kind of, um, you know, sticking to the systems and all that. So, uh, it was huge getting those two points. I, obviously, like you said, uh, for us, it's kind of a statement. But um, I think at the end of the day, we're still kind of in a statement of, of bringing the, the, the best game, our best game every night and um, kind of make sure that when we get to playoffs and all that, we, we have you no know, kind of a, a, a perfect game, if I can say, like just everyone uh, on the same page and uh, get going from there. But um, yeah, it was it was it's always fun. We had you no. Know, Big was a, a really good team there. They have like size, they have grit, skills, scoring and all that. So um, it's obviously good for, for the group, you know, getting a little bit of confidence out of that game. And uh, we just want to keep, keep going in the next couple of weeks here. Well, you mentioned some of the trades and, and acquisitions that you guys had, and we'll get to those in a second. But currently you guys have the fourth highest goals for average in the entire CHL. Tops in the queue, but fourth in the entire CHL behind only Sudbury, London and Portland. But you guys don't have anybody in the top 10 in Q scoring right now. I think, I believe Woodworth is, uh, is tops and he's um, 15th. And then you're, you're just behind him at 19th in the Q. Now your, your 28 goals is ninth and, and only two off your career high. So obviously you're going to pass your career high, but you also got, you guys also have five 20 plus goal scorers on the team. Another five that have 10 or more goals. So, how confident and how much does that show? Like you've you've kind of mentioned depth there, but like you guys are clearly a deep team. How confident in you guys are just rolling all four lines every single night, knowing that like every line can go. Yeah, I mean, I kind of see it as a luxury to be honest. When you when you can count on on more than only one or two lines, I think yeah, uh, I think it's huge. Uh, I kind of went through it in, in Sherbrooke the last year where. Uh, you know, you could just put one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, and everyone kind of, uh, it's not always the first line or second line that would, that will bring you momentum and, and goals and all that. Uh, when you can count on your third line that, that plays some huge hockey. I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's always nice. And um, obviously it's, it, it takes off a lot of pressure from, from your top guys sometimes uh, when you see your, your depth coming in and uh, giving us some momentum and scoring some, some big goals. I think uh, it's always fun to see. And, um, like I said, I mean, just like I said, all our trades, we didn't, we got two of our, our trades, uh, our guys that we traded for that came in are on our third line right now. And uh, to be honest, our third line is probably our best line right now. They're playing, they're playing awesome. Like, um, 
they're they're not they're not fancy. They're not trying to toe drag or like do do the highlight highlight goals. But they play uh, you know up and down the ice and uh, they play with great intensity and and honestly they just they just go really well together. So um, and even on on our decor we have a good decor uh, that shoots the puck. Obviously we got a couple goals uh, for from our D's too. So um, yeah, I mean. I know day I think that's what makes the the difference when you when you have depth and you can count on on more than only one or two lines so um and I would say even even our fourth line has been playing some big hockey there and um you know a couple couple guys are in and out of the lineup but every time they step step in this lineup I mean they're 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 you know giving it all out and um even yesterday I think our one of our fourth liners had like two or three points so uh you know it's always fun to see so it's it's nice to have that that type of depth here well, after seeing what Quebec did last year and how crucial it was for their depth throughout the whole season, the playoffs and Memorial Cup, and then you guys bring in, you know, some guys that were monster playoff performers for them in Uchette and Gaudette, and then, you know, Komarov scored uh, the Memorial Cup winning goal. So, um, you know, what what have they, other than on the ice, because Komarov's been a beast for you guys offensively since coming over, but what have they brought to the to the dressing room, those guys, with that winning pedigree? Um, obviously they brought some outstanding leadership. Um, you know, obviously when, when they stepped in this locker room, you could, you could see right away that those guys are, are team first players. They're guys that uh, will show up every night. Um, obviously it, it's not perfect every night, but those guys will, will give it all out every night. And, um, that's kind of what you want. That's what you want to see out of your teammates. And, um, no, I think a guy like Kushet, that's 20, he's not, no, he's not the type of guy like a flashy player, like I mentioned earlier. But uh, he's just that guy that play, plays the, the the game the right way. Um, he's a solid centerman. He plays defense, offense. You know, he's he's all over. So um, it, it's obviously it's obviously fun to to see those guys, and it's always nice to to kind of have players that have been through a long run in playoffs. That at the end of the day, when we we'll get to playoffs, those guys could will be there to kind of kind of calm us down in in different situations and um, kind of. Know, bring us through what they went through the last year. So, um, but yeah, obviously they're they're great guys, great teammates, and most of all, like they're they're great hockey players as well. So, um, I think it's 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 great for our team to have guys like that, and we just want to uh, kind of use that uh, to our advantage as as teammates for, with them. So, and then being a relatively new guy yourself, how did you help those guys? You know, Reinhard, Jean-Drone, feel like part of a team quickly, so you guys could keep you know that uh, momentum that we talked about earlier going um yeah for sure i mean i i i know i ha i'm a i consider myself as a leader on this team and uh, i want to be one of those guys that 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 my teammates can count on and uh, for sure when i see some new guys coming in i kind of uh you know take my take my job of you know, go go see them and make sure they feel comfortable right away um, you know, sometimes it's kind of hard getting in a new team at season. Uh, you know, you kind of go from from your team where you're used to. Sometimes guys are have the you know the spotlights on them in in their teams and uh, come here in Drummond and obviously, uh, you know, you know kind of uh, get get to uh, see see something new and get used to a, a new team, new staff, and all that. So, um, but yeah, for me, my job was mostly just make them feel comfortable, make sure those guys. Uh, kind of know what, what's going on and uh, you know brought brought the guys for dinner when they came in here and uh, you know just make sure to kind of do some 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 stuff off the ice of uh, kind of make sure they they mix mix up with this group and um, 
we had honestly they it, it was it, those guys are awesome and they just came in and um you know sometimes you see guys uh, that that will just rather stay home and all that but those guys you know kind of went step front uh, and kind of wanted to mix up and you know even like second week those guys were here they were the guys going like hey boys you guys want to go eat dinner and all that so it's just it's just fun to see and it's fun to to know that they're, they're in here and they're they want to kind of go push forward through it and uh, want to contribute to this team and um, you know, obviously, even if they're new guys, they're all guys that have some you no know, different leadership. So, um, just making sure those guys bring in their leadership to to our group, I think uh, it, that's huge. That would be huge for us at the end of the day. Well, and then another guy who I'm sure is quickly taking a, a leadership role, and and you talked about him being a goal scorer already, and that's Alexei Jandral. Um, probably one of the like a, the best or if not, you know, the most sneaky good pickup by any team in the CHL before the, the deadline, um, you know, 10 goals and 16 points and just 10 games for, for you guys. How has he, uh, how has he changed the dynamic of uh, your offensive attack since coming? Um, yeah, he, he's been huge for us. Obviously he's, he's that type of guy that, that scores some big goals. And uh, if I, if I look back two weeks ago, we played yeah, no, we were down like two, Four, three, two. Like we we're down one goal at the end of the game, and you know he's the guy that scored the tying goal and the winning goal. So, uh, you know, he he's just that guy that that puts up big goals in big moments. And um, obviously, he he could you no, know, he could be not. I, I don't want to say mad and all that, but you know, with, with coming down from the A, sometimes it it could be hard for for you. But you know, he just came down and um, he was like, all right, I'm here and. I cannot do nothing about it. I'm just pushing forward and I want to win a championship with this team. That was his mindset coming down. So um, obviously it's, it's always fun as a, you know, a teammate seeing a guy like that coming down and like, all right, like whatever happened, I, I'm going up front and um, you guys follow me and all that. So, um, but, but yeah, he's, and even obviously on the ice, he, he's, he brings a lot of energy, a lot of you no know, offense and all that, but uh, mostly off the ice. He's just, you know, one of our, one of our leaders right now. And, you know, he he's one of those guys that he, he tried to grab the guys and bring them with him and kind of push push the team forward. So, um, yeah, it's it's huge. And uh, just having those guys on your team is obviously good for confidence and all that as well. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're happy to have, uh, have him for sure. Well, on top of scoring depth and defensive depth, you need good goaltending. You guys have Riley Mercer in net. He's having, you know, if you look at his numbers, a career best season in every statistical category. You've played against him for for two years. Was there anything that surprised you about him once you joined the team? Um, I mean, obviously he's he, he's a great goaltender, and uh, playing against him last year, I just my last memories of playing him is is in playoff last year and. Uh, he had outstanding playoffs. Honestly, he was he was probably the top player to be honest in in their playoff last year. So, um, yeah, he's 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 a really athletic goalie. He's he's a guy that um, always wants more. Like you see him in practice, he's just that guy that competes all out every day. Uh, sometimes you could see goalies maybe um, I don't want to say soft, but like some goalies that you no know, don't want as much in practice than in games. But he's just that goalie that whether it's practice games or uh, you know, optional practice and all that. He's just always on task and always pushing, always pushing a hundred percent. So, um, and and obviously he had success this year, and and I'm not surprised with his success. He's, he's he has this year, and 
Um, obviously, you you look at our backup here is first full year in the queue, but um, no, he, he's been putting some some great great games here this year for us. And um, yeah, I think our our goal is also a big part of of our group right now. So uh, it's always always fun to have very good goalies. And um, no, our goalies are the type of of goalies that bring confidence to our team. And um, it's always uh, always better like that. So. Did you, uh, obviously you would have had scouting reports against Riley when you played against him. Did you, did you share that information with him? Like, Hey, when we were playing against you, this is what we were looking for. Uh, not really, honestly. I just, I just feel like kind of, if I look at last year and this year, I, I just feel like he took like a huge step, like from, from where he was last year. So, um, and I honestly, I never really thought about, you know, talking about that and all that. So, uh, but, but obviously, he, he's he's like I said, he's just he keeps improving every day, and he just gets better and better. So um, I think he'll be a a big piece for us at the end of the day here. And what's it been like being coached by Sylvain Favreau this year? Um, you know, what did what did he ask you at the start of the season, and and kind of what's his been his message for you throughout the year? Um, yeah, probably his first message is that he won against us in semifinal last year in Sherbrooke, but. <laughs> no, we had we had a good laugh at that, but obviously, uh, he's 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 a great coach. He's, um, I just I just love the way he is behind the benches. He has kind of a sarcastic side. He's just he's a really calm coach as well. Um, you know, obviously, he, there, there's those times where you gotta put his foot down and maybe, uh, get the tone up a bit. But uh, I I mean, overall, he's not that guy that will you know throw a trash cans and be that guy yelling at you. So, uh, he has a really good approach with guys and. Um, he he's very appreciative from from all the guys in the locker room and um, no my my first meeting with him was, was probably just that you no know, he saw me as a leader on this team even if I knew like uh, he he kind of he, he makes a partnership with his player and he's just like you know always door open for everyone you can just walk in and if you need to talk or whatever he's always there for us so uh, but yeah it it was mostly just kind of he sees me as a leader he wants me to be you know one of those guys up front he wants me to kind of uh, dragged the team up in the right direction and uh no just told me uh, like I would be a big big piece on on this uh this year's team so um it's always fun walking in no no team when you have that that kind of talk with your coach but um at the at the end of the day like he, he could say whatever he wants but if I I don't take responsibility and I don't do it I mean um it, it, it's not it's not right so um I just took that I didn't took anything for granted when when he walked in and just make sure I, I do everything right and uh, bring in my work ethic, my you know my kind of my identity, my grit, and all that to this team, and uh, I think I've been doing a pretty good job with that uh, since the start of the year. So, uh, pretty happy with that. Well, what were you know? Obviously, the the team goals this year would be to first you know get in the playoffs. You mentioned uh, being you want you guys wanting to be first, so you know get, getting into first, getting into the playoffs winning uh, the Q championship, heading to the Memorial Cup and winning that. Those would be team goals. Did you have any personal goals set for yourself this season? Um, probably achieved one when you when you signed with Tampa, but we'll get to that in, in a second. But what kind of goals did you set for yourself? Um, I mean, I've never been the type of player that would put put some uh, some goals on, on points. Um, so I would say just... No, as as a player, my goal this year was just walking in, making sure. Um, you know, it's kind of my first year we can like have a a big like a bigger role in the like team going for the the, the championship. I was say like 
as a 16, 17 years old in Sherbrooke, walking in with, with all those, you know, like superstars like Joshua Webb, Rabinich, Melanson, like we had some some top guns in Sherb. So, you know, just being that first year where I could really kind of bring in my leadership more and kind of get my, my voice here in the locker room and all that. I think that that was, that was one thing that, um, no, I, I really want to focus on, on, you know, being, being a guy that kind of leads, uh, leads this team and, uh, that guy can count on and, you know, that the guys in this locker room knows that every night I'll be, I'll be out there and giving in my hundred percent every night. So, uh, that was, that was probably the biggest, biggest goal for me, but obviously just contributing and, um, contributing offensively and at the end of the day I mean I, I want to win a championship with this team and uh, it would make it more special just the fact that it's in my hometown as well but um, yeah obviously it's it, I think I've been putting up some some good numbers right now but um, I think at the end of the day I, I'm not that type of guy that that puts goals on points like it's always always fun to have points score goals and all that but um, I, just, I just don't think it's the right approach for for myself of putting that because um I think at the end of the day, my my game is mostly just kind of being that uh, you know sandpaper type of guy that that will kind of put a like finish four checks, finish my hits, being annoying to play against, and uh, strong power forward. And obviously, if I do all those all those little things right, I think the the points will come with. So, um, yeah, that, that's mostly my goals for this year. And the the goals and the points don't really matter if you're not winning games, right? Yeah, exactly. So, okay, well, let's rewind a little bit. Uh, you know, you got your, your name called by Tampa at the draft, um, obviously headed to, to camp. What was it like, um, you know, seeing guys like Stamkos and Kucherov around and just and, and what they've been able to accomplish in their careers, and, you know, the rest of that roster? Were you able to pick any of their brains at all? Um, yeah, obviously it's, it's, it was crazy. I still kind of don't realize too much what, what went on this summer um no I remember just kind of just hearing your name from NHL team at first is is kind of crazy um and then you just you just get in Tampa after that and walk through the facilities and it's just it's a it's another level honestly like all this those you know the the food the the way that the the staff treats you like um no it's it's unbelievable to be honest it's kind of uh, it was just so so much fun there. It's it's obviously a great experience as a player to to be around, you know, all those those things, and um, it's kind of a you know kind of extra motivation to to kind of reach your goal when you see all that. And um, obviously, when when you walk in the the trainers room or something, and you see uh, Vasilevsky, Kucherov, Sergeyev, uh, Point, Stamkos, like it's unreal and you kind of like I said it's kind of hard to believe at first what's going on and that that you're in the same rooms on the same ice on the same ring than those guys but um yeah for me I was just you know this year's mindset in my camp was mostly to kind of learn and kind of see how guys handle themselves how they take care of their bodies how they do all the little details right so um I wasn't there for for a spot in the lineup this year I, I it was pretty clear I knew what what was going on but uh, it was mostly a, a learning process there, and uh, obviously enjoyed a lot of my time there. And um, I'm already looking forward for for the next couple camps after this year. So it, it it was a great experience. What was the moment like for you and your family when when you signed that uh, entry level deal? Um, it's it's obviously uh it's a step in the right direction. That's kind of that's kind of how I see it. Um, I mean, obviously you sign, but. 
Um, I, I don't want to take anything for granted there. Um, obviously, it's just kind of it, – it, it's obviously one of my goals where, where you get drafted and the next step is signing your contract and then it's playing pro. So um, I think it's just it's just the, the step in the right direction. And um, obviously, it, it's always fun to get that, that kind of recognition from, from the organization there of, um, you know, what, what I've did, the success I had and all that. They, they see it and um, – yeah, I think for for my family, my brother, my my parents, sister, like that 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 it was it was a special moment for sure. They they kind of went through it with my dad, uh, so um, I think I think my dad was getting pretty emotional there at the draft, and you know when I signed this contract. So uh, it's always always fun to see that, and um, obviously my my brother's been a huge part of my career as well. So just being able to to sign that contract with him was was kind of awesome, and. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I don't want to take anything for granted. I just want to keep pushing and make sure that, uh, keep, keep improving every little details of my game that, that will make me, you know, actually plan the NHL and not just signing that paper. So, um, that, that's where I, I am right now. You had a, you had a pretty good suit at the draft. Um, I know, I know Mav Lamaru, he, he likes his suit game. So who's got the better suit game right now? You or Maverick? Um, I would say me because I'm the one that that showed him this year, or my suit guy, and you went to to see him and made some suit with the uh, with the same guy that I did. So uh, he he's getting there though. He he had two solid suits uh, made in the last couple months. So, uh, but yeah, I, I'm obviously a big big suit guy as well. And uh, no, with that, I I do my suits with Glorious here in Sherbrooke. So uh, the all the designs and all that you can custom everything the inside the outside you can put writing in it and uh so so yeah it's, it's pretty cool and uh you know everything they can do with their suits it's awesome and i know i love to to have you know all those suits with kind of flashy designs and all that so it's always uh, nice to, to see those guys i've i've done the custom suit before myself and you know kind of got a little overwhelmed with all the possible details and and everything that you can change. Do you enjoy that aspect of it? Like just picking out every kind, you know, the collar and the way the cuffs are and, you know, from, from top to bottom. Oh yeah, I do. And um, honestly that I, I still remember the first time I did my first custom suit two years ago, I probably spent two hours trying to, trying to figure out my suit. Like I was just so undecided. Like you, you find one you like, and then he just takes another thing, thing out of it. Like, 500 with other choice and you're like oh man i, I don't want, I, I like this one like i'll just take that one you don't want to you, you could keep going and looking at suits for four days so um but yeah i do i do like the taking the time to, to design my suits and um obviously the i like the liners as well like the inside and everything you can you can do with them you can obviously have some fun and kind of show a part of your personality through your shoes so that's one thing i really enjoyed of uh, of making my custom suits here Nice. And, and, uh, you mentioned your brother, uh, you know, a couple minutes ago, how's he doing? I know he's using his, his scholarship and playing, uh, some youth sports now, but, uh, how's his year going? Um, yeah, he's, he's been having a, a pretty good year so far. I think he, for him, uh, it was really important to, to keep, uh, you know, keep doing school and all that. But, um, obviously at the same time, he just enjoys playing hockey there and, um, he's there with like five or six of his childhood childhood friends, so uh, I think it's it's pretty special for him to to kind of be in that situation. He he bought a house there in in Tulkadar with uh, with two of the three of his best buddies. So um, yeah, so for for him, school was kind of a he's kind of a school first guy, and he's on with some some project business projects and all that. And 
Uh, I'm pretty sure he, he, he wants to maybe play Europe or something after, but uh, like first step for him was obviously finish, finish his school and all that. And after that, see, see what, uh, where, where it leads him. But um, yeah, he's having, having a lot of fun there. And um, obviously it's, it's kind of different for me to getting used to, to not seeing him that much after spending two years with him in Sherbrooke. But uh, we obviously, uh, we obviously talk a lot and it's always fun to, to, to see him when he comes back home and all that. So um, yeah, I'm pretty happy for him right now. That's awesome. Uh, for you guys, you know, 19 games left on the season. You've got uh, two more against Victoriaville, one more against Rouen, who are just behind you guys in the standings. Two more games a bit against Bay Como, and we've already talked about your successes against them. But as a team, what are you guys looking to clean up a little bit more on that stretch run before you enter into the playoffs? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, now we're kind of in, in that stretch where uh, you don't want to leave any points on the table, and that's kind of our, our mindset walking in our, our games right now. So, um, obviously, you kind of mentioned uh, so some top teams, and I think uh, every, every opportunity is you can you know take some points from, from top teams like that. I think it's huge, and um, those points kind of make the difference at the end of the day. And um, we're, we're in that situation where uh, uh, we know we have a, no a chance to finish first in this league, and uh, we just want to make sure that no, those two games against Big Como will be huge. And um, like I said, we just don't want to leave any points on the table. And we just want to make sure kind of we bring our A game and um, have have good weeks of practice and make sure we're keeping, you know, keep pushing in the right direction here. So, uh, but yeah, I think uh, for us, it's, it the, the second half of the year is huge. And uh, we just want to place our, ourselves in the right spot for playoffs. Well, that continues this weekend when you guys host Schwinnigan and Moncton. Uh, Ethan, thank you very much for joining me today. This was great. I've taken up enough of your time. So uh, good luck the rest of the way and hopefully a long playoff run for you. Perfect. Thank you. I appreciate it. Fraser Minton has been a bit of a nomad this season, playing on four different teams. The Toronto Maple Leafs prospect is happy to be settled in Saskatoon for the final few months of his junior career, and his numbers are showing that. Min tells us about the challenges of moving around, how he's eased himself into the Blades locker room, why it's exciting to move from the WHL's Western Conference to the East, and how much pride the Blades take in their defensive game. Here's Fraser Minton. My second guest today is from the top-ranked team in the CHL Top 10 for the second straight week. He's Maple Leafs prospect from the Saskatoon Blades. It's Fraser Minton. Fraser, how you doing today? Very good. Thanks for having me here. Thanks thanks for being on. Uh, I asked Ethan Goche earlier if he's used to hearing Drummaville, and he's been there all season. Are you getting used to seeing the Blades logo on your jersey and not the B from Kamloops yet? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, this uh, the second half since since coming back from uh, from Sweden there, it's uh, it's felt like home, and uh, definitely used to, to being with the squad now. You guys... Your last regulation loss was on January 17th, and before that was November 26th. So what makes Saskatoon such a tough beat this season? Uh, I think it's our depth. Um, we've got four lines that play every night, and uh, other than the, the power play and, and the penalty kill, we just we tend to just roll our lines. And uh, we've got a lot of guys who are you know just selfless, selfless team players that uh, play hard and, and give their all at 200 feet uh, every night. And, I think we've got really solid goaltending, really good coaching, and, and good systems. So uh, it gives us a, a really good chance to, to get the win every night. 
Well, we'll get into some of that stuff uh, in, in a minute. I want to I want to talk about the trade first, though. You know, the trade goes down on November twenty fourth. It was a big deal for for Saskatoon. How do you not put too much pressure on yourself when you come in to perform, um, especially when the, your first game was the next night in Portland? Yeah, it was uh, it was a big game right away, and uh, obviously you feel a little bit. You wanna you wanna represent uh, yourself well, and you know they gave up quite a bit to to get you, and they're counting on you to, you know, be a be a big difference maker for the squad. So. Uh, I think that that can give you some motivation, though, to to bring it every night. And uh, so far, that's kind of just just been my goal is to go out there and uh, play the way I can, play hard, and and try my best to you know be a, be of value to the team. I know you you guys didn't win that first game in Portland, but how good did it feel for you to to get on the the scoreboard? Yeah, it's a, it's a, a relief to to get one right away like that. And, um everything's a, a little wild that that day is probably one of the days where you look down at the logo and uh, feel a little out of place for sure so uh adds a little bit of you know, comfort and, and feels nice to, to bury one I want to know how much you actually you know knew about the blades and their style of play before you joined them seeing as though you you had only faced them once in your in your dub career so far yeah, hardly anything at all, and uh, even probably seventy percent of the players on the team I, I didn't really know at all. So uh, the, the WHL is pretty split down in the the east and the west. It's almost feels like two different leagues at times. You never really really see the other side. So um, didn't didn't know much at all about the style, the team, the players. So it was uh, lots of lots of new learning for the first bit there. Well, so now that you're in the Eastern Conference, what is it like getting to play those other teams and players that you you hadn't played as often in throughout your career? It's really fun. I think uh, it's always new and uh, new challenges. You're facing new new coaching, new systems, and and different opponents. And uh, seeing new rinks is really cool. Going to you know new spots and uh, being in the prairies is a lot different than than BC too. So. It's been uh, it's been nice. It's been good to get kind of the, the whole WHL experience here. It feels like. And and how has the fit been with the Blades for you? You know, you're you're shooting more. You're scoring more. Twelve goals in nineteen games. If you're on pace to set a uh, you know new highs for for game winning goals as well. How's the fit been? Yeah, it's been it's been good. Like I said, we we have a really deep squad, and uh, I feel like anytime I'm out there, like uh, I've got really good players uh, out there with me and. Lots of lots of trust in the group, and I think our our systems set us up for success. Our our special teams are really good. So, um, and and like with with the ability to roll lines, I think it wears down the other teams. And and throughout games, you just kind of find yourself with a little more time, a little more space, and uh, definitely helps for for putting the puck in the net. Without knowing, like you said, about seventy percent of the guys on the team, who's impressed you the most since joining the team? Anyone that really surprised you that's, you know, uh, a lot more skilled than you were expecting? Yeah, skill-wise, I mean, uh, Sidorov stands out in that aspect. Didn't really uh, know what he was like as a player, but he's an unbelievable talent, one of the best goal scorers uh, I've ever I've ever played with. And uh, on the back end, Mollendijk's uh, an unbelievable talent too, such a, a smooth and uh, powerful skater. Hadn't really ever seen him play before, so... Uh, probably those two guys got the attention right away, but but everybody brings brings something uh, you know special to this group, and and everyone's really good. I think that's that's why we're having uh, a lot of success to this point. Other than uh, Lazowski, who I'm sure you knew from from Leafs camp, uh, who else did you know on the roster already? 
since there are like a, a number of Vancouver area guys there, I figure you might know a couple of them. Yeah, I played uh, played Team BC with uh, Graydon Seatman at the WHL Cup previously, and uh, played with uh, forward Vaughn Waterot in uh, in Kamloops. There, he was drafted there, so sixteen and, and a couple months at seventeen, we were teammates and and good friends there. So uh, that that was pretty much it. Though other than that, it was uh, lots of lots of new faces. Did it help having some familiar faces when you entered that locker room for the first time? Definitely, yeah. I think uh, it, it definitely made me feel more comfortable, just guys you can go to and, you, you know, you don't feel stupid asking them them questions because you're, you're comfortable with them and uh, they, they help, you know, make sure you're feeling included and, and settle in nicely. You're seen as, you know, as a leader on on the teams that you're on. Um, how do you ease yourself into that dressing room without stepping on other guys' toes and not trying to be overbearing? Yeah, I think uh, it, it's a process. It takes some time, not, uh, you know, like you said, overstepping right away from the uh, the, the start here. But uh, just as you get more comfortable, you just realize everyone's everyone's the same on, on these different teams, and it's just, just hockey at the end of the day. And, uh, uh, yeah, the more comfortable you get, I think the more, more outgoing, more vocal you get, and uh, just kind of, you know, develops from there. What's been the biggest adjustment after spending, you know, three full seasons in Kamloops, the start of this one in Kamloops, and then moving to Saskatoon, if it's, you know, the coaching staff, training staff, uh, daily routines, billets, what's been the biggest adjustment? Um, I think it's uh, a bit of everything. You you obviously are really comfortable when you're in a place for three years, like I was with, with the city, with, like you said, billets and, and coaching styles and uh, teammates are, are like your brothers at that point. So a little bit of everything takes some time, but um, I don't think there's one thing that necessarily stood out as being the toughest so far. What did, uh, what did coach Sonny say to you when, uh, uh, when you first arrived, like what, you know, what did he kind of lay out his plan for you on the team? Yeah. First, first day was kind of just like, just go out there, go play. Like, don't, don't worry about all the, all the new systems, anything like that. Just, uh, go out there and, and uh, try your best work hard and make reads. And then from there, it's kind of, progressed into more of like a, a valuable player to the team in, in all situations guy you can uh, have trust with and develop into a, a bit more of a, a leader as well and um, just kind of develop into being a guy who, who can be counted on to, to you know play reliable play within the the team system and, and help the team win ultimately How's he been for you as a, as a coach? Is he similar to Clouston? It, it must be a little bit weird having somebody other than Clouston as a coach after having him day in and day out for so long. Yeah, it's uh, that that's one of the, the big adjustments for sure. It's just different voice, uh, different styles too. Uh, they're a lot different. Like Sohn's a lot younger and um, it isn't too far removed from playing himself. So So that's a little bit of a difference. And then Obviously, structurally, they have uh, some differences as well, but uh, both unbelievable coaches and, and great people that, uh, you know, I've, I've loved uh, playing for so far. And with the, the handful of new guys, you know, yourself included, that are that are on the team, how do you guys, what have you guys done to try to create some some chemistry, um, you know, in particular uh, Armstrong and Suzdalev, who, who you're playing on a line with recently? Yeah, I think uh, it just takes some time and, and some reps, and uh, we've been getting lots of that with, with playing lots of games here this this past month, and um, 
we've been at home too, which is nice. You get to, you know, go out for some dinners together and, and hang out away from the rink and um, get to know each other and just become, become more comfortable with each other as people and uh, also players over that time. Yeah, as a team, you guys have allowed the fewest goals in the entire CHL, which obviously speaks to your goaltending, like you mentioned earlier, and Elliot and Gardner and how good they've been in the crease. But how much have, have you guys or do you guys focus on the defensive side, knowing how much scoring is at a premium during the playoffs? It's a, yeah, it's huge focus. And uh, that's, that's something that, you know, we're aware of. And, and uh, as a team, it's a, one of our goals to, you know, maintain that and, and stay, like you said, uh, the, the least goals against. And our goalies do a phenomenal job. They're, they're unbelievable so far for us this season. But um, defense, like you said, it, it's what ultimately gets you those wins in, in those playoffs. And um, you don't want to just start making it super important come uh, come April there. So we are uh, very aware of that. And that's something that as a team we, we strive to, you know, be really good at. Uh, tell me a little bit about about both goalies because you know Elliot kind of broke out of the scene last year a little bit more so but but Gardner you know a relatively unknown name not really neither of them are really household names what what can you tell us about them they're they're both unbelievable players I think uh you know a lot of times in junior you, you get teams that that play a little different in front of you know if they're one goalies in or they're two goalies in and I think for us it's really been a like 1a 1b like I, no matter who's in, everyone's got lots of confidence that they're, they're going to make the saves they have to, plus a couple extras. And um, as a you know, uh, as an offensive guy and, and as a as a forward, it's it gives you a lot of confidence to to play and not uh, not worry about giving up much because you know you've got solid guys on, on the back end there. So so they've both done a, an amazing job for us. Obviously, you were part of the Memorial Cup last spring. What did you What did you learn from from that experience, uh, and and how will you use it to kind of help the the blades get to Saginaw this year? Yeah, I think you learn learn how tight it is, how how thin the margins for error are, and how uh, how costly little mistakes or, or areas of your game that you aren't you know fully confident in as a team uh, can can really cost you. And um, those games are the best. They're like game sevens every night kind of thing, and. Uh, for, for our team to, you know, have the goal of getting there and, and being successful there this year. I think um, obviously it's, it's a long road to get there and the WHL playoffs are, are the, the main goal for now, but um, just, just kind of preach the importance of being consistent with, with the team game and uh, continuing to, to build towards that. For you, uh, you know, you've been a bit of a nomad this season with this being your fourth team, you know, starting with the Leafs, then going to Kamloops, Team Canada and and, and the Blades. Um, how how nice is it for you to be settled in one spot for the, you know, the final few months of your WHL career? Yeah, it's good. It, it adds, some, adds some comfort to, to know that I'm, uh, you know, in, in one spot here for, you know, next 100, 100 days or whatever. And uh, also nice to just have one system that you're, you're comfortable with as, as a player too. So you can, um, you know, feel, feel a little more comfortable out there. And yeah, it's been, it's been nice to, to be settled in for a little bit. Nothing, nothing wrong with all the, all the movement at the start of the year, but, uh, it doesn't hurt to, to settle in and, and go for a, a trophy now. Right. Obviously you're not going to trade any of those experiences, but, but how much of it is, a ch- a, a, is it a challenge to, 
to constantly have to learn systems or change systems. And then, and then once you, you know, you feel comfortable, boom, you're learning another one again. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard, especially in a sport like hockey where uh, a lot of it is just instinctual and reaction time is so quick. You, you don't really have time to stop and think about, about everything that's going on all the time. It's just kind of, reading and reacting and so you kind of default back to the structure you've been you've been running and the systems that you've been going with for years and um but but once you get some time and uh like you said now i've played uh, like 15 20 games with, with this team it it starts to become that this is a habit and so it's uh it's nice to to be in, in one spot now and and i know you weren't with camloops long this year but how nice was it? What did it mean to you to uh, get to wear the C for those seven games that you were back for? Yeah, it was really nice to be recognized by uh, by the boys and, and the coaching staff as as someone to to wear that. It's uh, a big honor there, and a uh, really good history of, of successful captains there. So um, that was awesome, and and it was uh, a good good way to end up my career there for sure. And and just you know, with the uh, with the Leafs, obviously you make the team out of training camp. What did what did you learn playing with the Leafs and being around all of all of that talent in those four regular season games and, and the the preseason action? Um, what did the, what did you learn from that? I think you can learn uh, learn lots, and I think some big takeaways like it's it's a very very big jump from from CHL to to the NHL and. Uh, just how good everybody is and, and how consistent you have to be to, to be able to stick around there. There's, there's so many guys competing and, and vying for spots that if you're, you're not bringing your, your absolute a game and not providing, uh, you know, a lot of value to the squad, it's, you know, your, your tenure there and, and your career is not going to be too long lived. So finding ways to just, you know, round out your game and make sure there, there's no real holes so that once you do get an opportunity, uh, you can hold on to it and, uh, you know, get yourself a, a long career. What, what was their message to you when they sent you back? Just, uh, like I said, just continue to, to round out that game and, and also like the pace of my game and, and strength, just become more of a, a man like those, you know, 28 year old guys you got to compete against who are, uh, you know, very tall and strong and in, in unreal shape. So, continue to, to get stronger, get faster, be able to withstand playing every other night for, you know, 100 and 190 days or whatever there. And um, just continue to feel confident making plays with the puck and, and uh, get better uh, as a, as a player and just get, get physically stronger. Last year I spoke with Lazowski about uh, the Leafs and how much he deals with the development staff and he was raving about it. How's your experience been, uh, you know, this year dealing with them and talking to them. It's been great. Uh, just like, you know, ever, ever since got drafted by them, they're unbelievable at uh, always reaching out, communicating and providing you with all sorts of, uh, you know, resources, advice and uh, tips to just become the best version of yourself. And, and they really give you, give you no reason not to make it if you're willing to, to you know, reach out, take advantage of the, you know, super high end, uh, people and, and resources and knowledge that they have available to you. So it's, uh, it's unbelievable. And, and obviously, you know, you made connections with guys on the team and, and other prospects. How, how closely are you following the Leafs right now? How much do you, how often do you talk to, to guys on the team? Yeah, I follow very close. Obviously uh, a big, big fan of the team now knowing some of the guys. So 
Uh, I love watching every game that I can, and uh, I get get the occasional text or something, and then reach out. But uh, don't don't want to be too intrusive there. Now, Toronto is obviously a huge media market, and there can be a lot more pressure in Toronto. You know, the fans and the media, they can build you up, but they can also tear you down really quickly. So how do you try to not let it affect you so your highs aren't too high and your lows aren't too low there? Yeah, I mean, uh, you, you don't really need to listen to it. It's uh, it's it's other people's opinions. You, you've gotten to because of, you know, what you're able to do. And uh, you, you know yourself better than, than they do. And uh, um, you're the one that, that's in the battle every night and stuff. So there's no real point to, to listen to all that all that noise. And you just try your best to, to ignore it and uh, stick with process and, and what works for you and you like we kind of touched on you you got to play at the world juniors there you got to wear the c obviously not the results that uh, you guys would have wanted but you know a bad bounce and and that's how it goes sometimes um but what did it mean to you to be you know named captain of that team and and what kind of uh lessons can you learn from those experiences to help you you know on and off the ice yeah it was uh, unbelievable honor to to be uh, recognized as that and uh probably one of the the cooler cooler things i've ever done in my life and something i'll i'll remember and you know always be proud of and um what i can take away from it it was it was really fun and uh first time ever playing for team canada and uh felt good to to do that and uh big honor and and uh just maybe get a little bit of you know motivation to you know i've been able to to be at a memorial cup now and in the world juniors and uh played on good teams every year in the whl and uh don't really have anything you know to to show for it so um just adds a little bit more more fuel to to the fire to really want to make it happen kind of this this last run here this season and, and come away from junior with some hardware we'll go back a few years and and you're on, you're playing on a team with with connor bedard and west van um you know so i'm sure that you're not surprised at how seamless his transition from the WHL to the NHL was? No, not at all. You, if you if you were able to be lucky enough to to see how he how he carries himself on on an everyday basis, how how hard he works, and uh, how how committed, how much he sacrifices to to be a a good hockey player, and also just the passion he has for the game, it's uh, it's uh, no doubter to to see how, how much success he's had. And, and as as a veteran in the league now, what are your thoughts on the young Gavin McKenna coming up? He looks like uh, an, an all star for sure. He's uh, he's a stud. He's he's I think he just turned sixteen, right? So he's he's got a few more years even until the draft. And uh, we played him the other night, and he was he was all over the ice and already a, a huge factor in the league. So uh, I'll expect uh, expect to see big things from from him for sure. <laughs> Back to back to the blades here. What's the uh, in Saskatoon? What's what's the buzz like around the city? What you know? What what are the fans? How are they getting right now? Because you guys are not just first in the East, but you're you're going for you to clinch first in the entire WHL. Yeah, the fans fans have been unreal. We've got a a, a very big big rink here, and uh, sometimes in junior, it's a bit of a you know not as not as cool as you think it is because you don't get too many fans and it's a little quiet but here it's been unbelievable it's it's loud every night and uh you know the weekend games are unreal the the entire you know lower half is pretty much pretty much full and uh loud encouraging and uh the, the fans and uh, the buzz i think is just continuing to grow
and and it shows how passionate those fans are considering you know the rink's not downtown so you got to drive it a, a decent amount away to get to the rink yeah they're they're uh they're uh having no no problems getting out here to support the boys this year so it's it's been good 17 games left in the regular season what are you guys looking to tighten up to to keep the warriors and and the tigers in the rearview mirror yeah, I think continue to to get better every day with our with our structure, with our you know cohesion as a group, and um, just continue to do what we've been doing to have success. Continue to you know play play a four line game and um, you know be strong defensively. Our goalies will, will keep doing what they're doing, and uh, should be a recipe for some banners here. And and the 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 run continues this weekend with PA and Swift Current. Uh, thanks for doing this, Fraser. Good luck the rest of the way, and, and hopefully we'll see you in Saginaw. Yeah, thanks, Scott. Appreciate it. Well, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to another episode of the CHL Top 10 Show. Make sure you like and subscribe as we continue to chat with some of the biggest and brightest names across the Canadian Hockey League.